Hello, my friend, you're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. This week, we're discussing how to get back to your source when you get out of sorts. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong student and spiritual seeker. I like to seek out the most effective practices and techniques that provide the greatest bang for my buck and the fastest route to freedom from whatever is holding us back. I can't wait to share with you these powerful techniques so that you too can sort yourself out, know deeper meaning in your life, and best of all, a sense of inner peace. So let's get started. Hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to share with you a really quick practice I like to use when my nose gets out of joint by something, and I can feel myself descending into the ego, the little self, the place where I don't want to be. And this can happen frequently throughout the day. Maybe someone insults us or takes us for granted, or maybe we feel outraged by an item on the TV news or by someone's discourteous driving. That's one that gets me. (laughs) Or perhaps we're worried about a loved one or fearful about the increasingly weird state of the world. It doesn't really matter what it is because life is filled with a multitude of annoyances and worries that can send us over the edge. So this this little practice, I like to pull out at such times to lift me out of my emotional funk and to remind me of who I really am and of what really matters. So here's what I do. I've got a little mantra that I picked up from the Ageless Wisdom teachings that I simply say to myself when I notice that I'm out of sorts. And this is what it is. Let reality govern my every thought, and truth be the master of my life. So this phrase immediately takes me beyond whatever self-centered state I've descended into. And its power lies in lifting the consciousness from an emotional level to the mental level. So from the mental level, I control my emotions with a higher faculty. Now, this is the top-down approach that I'm always banging on about. From the mental level, mental clarity replaces the emotional anarchy, which has just taken me over. And from this higher standpoint, I instantly see things in a new light and better options become available. I gain a degree of dispassion and detachment from the circumstances. And now these things allow my values to kick in. I'm able to focus on the spiritual reality and the good of the whole, not the self-interested reality of the little self. And this is it. Let reality govern my every thought and truth be the master of my life. Now, in that, we're not talking about the reality that we've just clicked into with that negative or worrying thought. We're talking about 
refocusing in the spiritual reality. And this is a big value of mine. So when I say this, this takes me back to remembering where I want to be keeping my attention, the spiritual reality. So when my values kick in, this means as well that an automatic emotional reaction is replaced by the conscious choice of my thoughts and speech and actions. I choose. I consciously choose. I don't want my emotions just kind of happening to me and my thoughts just happening to me unconsciously. I want to be conscious and not being run and operated by knee-jerk emotional reactions. Also, I become concerned with mastering myself and not the behavior of others, which is entirely out of my control. So this practice takes a certain amount of self-awareness as we have to pull ourselves out of the emotional state long enough to recognize that we're in one. <laughs> but that little moment of recognition is priceless as it is pregnant with potential for you and those around you. So this is a really useful practice in relationships where you have those recurring themes, you know, those perennial arguments with significant others that just won't bloody go away. They keep cropping up every few months or every couple of years, the same argument resurfaces. So this little pause to regroup and to consciously choose a response can shatter the tired old patterns that we habitually trot out. Now, I was amazed at the shift this created in my relationships. I could literally see the look of confusion on my significant other's face when I eschewed my default reaction of 20 years standing <laughs> and responded without the usual emotional meltdown. So my composure in this situation evoked an equally fresh response from my somewhat bewildered significant other. And together we were enabled to move on from the dysfunctional rubbish of the past and we lived happily ever after. <laughs> well, maybe that's a bit premature. The thing with this is practice. It takes practice for sure, but it is transformative work. It's ongoing, but transformative. And this practice also really helps to bring meaning into life's challenging situations in many ways. So firstly, we gain an awareness of our triggers. We're, we're allowing ourselves to stop and notice what set us off on one, what's caused that emotional upset and what, what has caused us to need to refocus in the spiritual reality. So we gain an awareness of our triggers and we create a space where we can look more deeply at events 
and try to understand the energies that are at play in creating the situation. We also gain an appreciation for the bigger picture, which takes us out of ourselves and our neediness and allows us to meet the need of the circumstances. And that's a lovely thing. It opens us up to the opportunities to serve and to meet the needs of of others. We learn about cause and effect and can take karmic implications into consideration. We get a chance to uplift someone else through our own self-control and a measured and thoughtful response instead of those autopilot knee-jerk reactions. Now, this last point should not be underestimated. Emotional energy is contagious and mindless reactivity can escalate a situation into an ugly emotional free-for-all. So letting rip may relieve some pressure and that can feel good in the moment, but in the long run, it's getting a grip that has life-changing results. So this is getting a grip on your own thoughts and reactions and choosing to focus your mind where you want to be. So give this practice a try. Next time you feel an emotional upset coming on, say to yourself inwardly, it only takes a second, let reality govern my every thought and truth be the master of my life. And notice the reorientation to a higher place. Your loved ones, friends, and colleagues will thank you for it (laughs) because your non-reactivity is a gift. It only takes you to begin it, but the knock-on effects are transformative and wide-ranging. And you will be well on the road to the inner peace that self-mastery confers. So make this your new mantra. Let reality govern my every thought and truth be the master of my life. Say it with me a couple of times now, even if it's only internally, to reinforce it in your mind. Let reality govern my every thought and truth be the master of my life. Let reality govern my every thought and truth be the master of my life. And what the hell? Once more, let reality govern my every thought and truth be the master of my life. There, you're all set. (laughs) So let this simple mantra remind you of who you really are, your higher self, your soul, spirit, and to bring the qualities and wisdom of that self into your relationships and your daily expression in the world. Nice. (laughs) Now, if you want to dig deeper into who you really are, 
check out my two-part podcast series on just that. Who are you and why are you here? So that is episodes 23 and 24. So you can see those uh, or access those at theinspirationcloud.com slash SYO23 or theinspirationcloud.com slash SYO24. And those are the digits. I suggest you listen to them in order because number two builds on number one. Now, I just want to mention another way that you can connect and begin to exist more and more in the spiritual reality, and that is to meditate every day. So I recommend that you download my free quick start guide to doable meditation. In that, I provide really simple, no-fuss instructions on how to meditate, and I am talking meditation that takes as little as five minutes per day, but that will still give you the benefits. It also includes tips to make sure that you can fit it into your day and move past any resistance you might feel about starting a daily meditation practice. Now, meditation is the number one way to plug yourself into the spiritual reality. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes, or you can get that at theinspirationcloud.com slash SYO39. And if you're interested in learning more about all of these fascinating topics and practices to take you further on your spiritual path and to amplify your well-being and your positive impact in the world, why don't you sign up to the waitlist for my upcoming Inner Circle membership? Go on over to theinspirationcloud.com slash membership to get on the waitlist and I'll keep you in the loop. Okay, my friend, that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening and spending your time with me. I really do appreciate it. Take care, and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you found it helpful and full of uplifting ideas that you can put into practice in your life. And if you have, chances are your friends and family will too. So please share it with them on social media. You'll be helping them to sort themselves out because I bet you think they need it, right? But seriously, you'll also be doing me a huge favor and I will be eternally grateful for your generosity. It would also be lovely if you would leave me a review on iTunes. Preferably a nice one, please. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast while you're there. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at theinspirationcloud.com. Have a good one, folks. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.